Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. It is so good to be back with you tonight. I did preach twice on yesterday by the grace of God, and I was going to preach a third time last night, <clears throat> but I informed my staff that uh, I needed to give my uh, feet some rest. And so that's what I did. No, I did not watch the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I kept on working for the Lord. And uh, in fact, uh, it's been many years now. Uh, I have not watched uh, any uh, sporting event from the beginning to the end way back the last time I did that with interest was when Michael Jordan was playing for he was the real deal and he's still in my mind the best ever and uh, so I, I just uh, did some other ministry work and uh, took it easy and so tonight, my dear friends, I want to uh, give God the glory. And I thank God for my son, Daniel Ezekiel, uh, who has now all of the uh, wokeism, the blog of Beelzebub uh, podcasts up. I believe the videos go up automatically if I'm not mistaken. If not, uh, they, he probably has those up. I have not checked. Or he will get them up. <coughs> Again, I thank the Lord for my daughters, Daniqua and Danielle, stepping in and stepping up. And I thank the Lord for all of my children uh, helping me down through the years in the ministry, uh, allowing me to be here in my old age, uh, recording live, uh, video-wise and audio-wise, and speaking live on a podcast uh, server and company called Spreaker, preaching live, teaching live, and then setting me up to edit, to continue to edit, and uh, to be the editor-in-chief of bcnn1.com, uh, blackchristiannews.com. <coughs> and so if you do not mind, my beloved, please stand right where you are with me. As we read the Holy Word of God, and tonight I'm just going to read one verse, do a little reviewing because we have been away from this passage 
uh, well, we have not been away from the passage, but we have been away from the uh, sermon part of this passage. Uh, as I was sharing with you the amazing deliverance of Annabella uh, Rockwell from the demonic, satanic spirit of wokeism, which I call deceptionism. And let me tell you something. Now, when you go against the demonic spirit of wokeism, you're going against the devil himself. And uh, the devil does not like the fact, and the devil's people do not like the fact that I am uncovering it and exposing it and calling it everything but a child of God, if you will, and uh, confronting it and dealing with it. Uh, God told us in his word to contend for the faith, and that's what I'm doing. And that does not mean everybody in the faith is going to agree with you. In fact, my greatest enemies are the religious folks in churches today. Uh, they cannot stand my guts. They hate me. They wish I would shut up. My greatest enemies are in my own family. And they wish I would shut up. And their and, and they're people uh, outside of the family and inside of the family calling Facebook, calling YouTube, calling Twitter and everybody else and their mama and trying to get me off of the social uh, media outfits and so forth. Or trying to block me on Google and all of that. You say, Preacher, are you worried about it? No, I'm not. Because, see, uh, the New England pa Patriots, when they had so much success, their motto was, and they, they posted it on the wall, do your job. Don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about anybody else. You can't control what people do. You just do your job. God blesses you as a child of God when you do your job. And God will reward you in time to come when you just do your job. People hating me and persecuting me, that's all predicted in this passage. Uh, we're not in a popularity contest, preachers. If, you stand, if you're going to live godly and preach godly, uh, you're going to be persecuted and hated. Preachers who are not preaching godly and living godly, they're loved by the world. Uh, one preacher who was in a texting relationship with another man's wife, he got a, he got a standing ovation. You say, well, preacher, don't you don't you feel bad that he got a standing ovation? You you're not texting anything about his wife. Uh, no, I'm not mad about it at all, because I know what the deal is, and no, I'm not going to get a standing ovation. And I'm not interested in that and would not receive one. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, do your job. 
just do your job. My job is to give myself to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And that's what I'm going to do. Morning, noon, night, whenever God wants me to do it. Yesterday I preached uh, in the noontime hour with great joy and uh, great blessing and unction and anointing. Took a break from preaching last night and I'm back tonight. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 1. The Bible reads, This know also. Paul did not want the people of God to be ignorant. So he says here, This know also. And yes, this passage is about the second coming of Christ. And here's what's going to happen, folks. Those of you who name the name of Christ. That in the last days... And we're living in the last days because we're living in these days. Perilous times shall come. You're going to be in a perilous situation if you name the name of Christ. If you live godly for Christ Jesus, you will be persecuted. Anything can happen. Strange things happen. Uh... After God worked a miracle on Friday, I woke up this morning and something strange happened. Everything was fine uh, last night and even early this morning. But then after a while, by and by, something strange happened. Don't be shocked when strange things happen to you, Peter told us. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for letting us know, Lord, that we're living in perilous times, dangerous times, times of being thrust into predicaments, times when strange things will happen. Persecutions will come. When you think everything is all right, it is not. And so, Holy Father God, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Lord, I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit and your Holy Word, and for all of the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us. 
down through the years. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you tonight for the millions, the many, and the manifold blessings. I praise you tonight for salvation through your Son, Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, your Holy Word, uh, and your love, mercy, and grace, salvation, and spiritual family and life, financial and material protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us. And Holy Father God, I praise you and thank you for the strange thing that happened last uh, Thursday and Friday. I praise you, Holy Father God, and I thank you for the strange thing that happened today. And the constant satanic attacks uh, through my thorn in the flesh, my own wife, who has been my worst Judas, uh, in 35 years this month of marriage. And uh, I thank you, Lord, that I can glory in these things. I thank you, Lord, that I can take pleasure in these things. And Lord, I thank you that I can still have your joy and your peace. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Lord, I thank you for these blessings, salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Lord God in heaven on tonight, have mercy and grace upon those of us who are truly saved. Lord, in my family, in this audience, and in this country and around the globe, for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us, Lord, of our sins, our failures, and our faults. Wash and cleanse our souls and hearts and minds in the precious blood of Christ. Crush and crucify, Lord, our wicked, evil, and ungodly flesh within us all tonight. And fill us with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. And Holy Father God, to love right, to live right, to think right, and to do right. Not only when we feel good or in the brightness of the morning, but Lord, even in the darkness of the night. Help us to be sober-minded, vigilant, and watchful at all times in these perilous days in which we live. And Lord, deliver each and every one of us tonight from temptation evil and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. And Holy Father God, put a God in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments, that we would not sin against you or anybody else. 
And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight <clears throat> that you will have us to do these things, and Lord, uh, in by your grace, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. I pray, Holy Father God, tonight help us all who are truly saved and born again to stand strong in the faith, not quit, not faint, and not stop. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will help us to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, help all of us who name the name of Christ to pray without ceasing and to be the witnesses you want us to be. And Holy Father God, I thank you for your holy word that says, Ask and ye shall receive. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for the salvation, Lord, of my wife, Marika White. I pray, Lord, for the salvation of her mother and her aunts and her siblings and family members. And I pray that your Holy Ghost would not give them rest until they come to know you as Savior. Uh, I pray the same, Lord, for my own mother and sisters and family members. And, Lord, I thank you for showing me uh, a long time ago that it, uh, it comes to a point uh, in the Christian life, as someone even pointed out today, that certain things cannot be done in a corner. They have to be brought out into the open. And uh, I thank you for leading me to pray and to witness to these people down through the years. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the liberty to pray for them publicly, to have others to pray for them. I pray uh, that your Holy Ghost would not give them rest. Until they come to know you as Savior, for having a reunion down here is not that important. Uh, the most important reunion is the one we ought to have up there with you. And at the same time, love one another, even though we may disagree with one another. Uh, but if we disagree on your word, two cannot walk together unless they be agreed. We can love from a distance with your kind of love, your agape love. And Holy Father God, I pray, save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving. In this country and around the globe, Lord, as you delivered Annabella uh, Rockwell, deliver people in my family in this country and around the globe from the satanic, demonic hold of wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub, again, I cannot thank you enough for the hard work that my son Daniel Ezekiel has put in over the past few days to get all of that up. 
and I give you the glory, praise, and honor uh, for his faithfulness to you. Uh, Lord, I, I believe that a day is coming in the future where uh, my children will not be able to do as much as they have done. And Lord, I pray that you'll bless them richly, richly for what they have done. And uh, Lord, uh, raise up others to carry on the work that they have done so faithfully. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, tonight, as the devil has shown himself through my thorn in the flesh wife, from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and even today. Uh, and I know the reason why, because we are being very effective uh, by your grace through the preaching of your Holy Gospel and the preaching of your Holy Word all over the world. And uh, with my son, Daniel Ezekiel, being back uh, and available, uh, he has uh really stirred up something by getting everything up that has been preached and the devil is mad at me the devil is mad at him the devil is mad at my children Daniqua, danielle and everybody who support this ministry and work and uh and it may be a hard road to go but lord is worth it and so uh, the devil has been using my wife to try to hinder the services and to try to hinder the ministry, and uh, uh, which has been happening for 35 years. So we're not shocked. We're not ignorant of the devil's devices. And uh, Lord, I uh, thank you for uh, allowing me to and helping me to pray about that all of these years and also to be transparent about it now and I give you the glory praise and honor that I'm in a position put in a position by you to be able to do that and hopefully help others and help people to realize in your church that is not always the man who is the problem uh, and Christian women should not join the world in hating men and putting men down when oftentimes they are the problem. Uh, for so many have a Jezebel spirit. They don't like to hear it, but they do. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, bless and anoint all of the sermons and messages that have gone up. Uh, even though the devil has tried to hinder it. And Lord, I do pray uh, that you would indeed save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving and mourning, and draw them to yourself for salvation, cast out the devil and the demons of hell out of, out of every soul that's in my family. I pray that you'll protect my children tonight from Satan and the demonic spirit of wokeism, which is very prevalent among young people. And Lord, help them to remember meeting you and believing in you and serving you with great joy growing up. And Lord, help them to stay with you 
and to walk by faith and not by sight and uh, not follow other people just because they want to have some kind of friendship or companionship but to uh, follow you and Lord I pray tonight Thank you, Lord, for giving me your grace and your strength, for it is sufficient for me. And thank you for allowing me to take pleasure in negative things and persecutions and tribulations and trials and troubles and temptations and tests and tensions. And uh, Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for blessing me to glory in these things, to see them as a good challenge regarding faith, and uh, Lord, to uh, be at peace and to be cheerful in these things. Only you can do that. I know it's not me. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And Holy Father God, at the same time, I pray, Lord, tonight that you would First, I want to thank you for a great November and a great Thanksgiving. And I praise you and thank you, Lord, for leading me to do as I have done over the past several years, and that is to lead others, starting not on January 1st, but on December 1st, of re reading large portions of your Holy Word. And uh, uh, my wife got a little bit turned around on, on a program. And so we have fixed that so that people who want to read 8, 9, and 10 passages or chapters in the Bible can do so, as we have two tracks now. And uh, those who just want to read three or four chapters a day for the whole year, as we had set out to do, uh, they can do that now. And so we give you the glory, praise, and honor, and help us to keep up with it reminding ourselves and others to read your holy word in the chronological Bible. Lord, it has blessed my heart. It's been an education as I uh, sit and read it with my wife and to my wife for the most part. I let her read a little bit, but uh, as you know, I read most of it because I'm so engrossed in it and so I enjoy it so much. And it's a wonderful thing to read it the way that we're reading it because words that come up, we can check them quickly and get a whole new perspective. And so thank you for leaving us your holy word and, and uh, blessing us with the tools to be able to understand it, understand it as we read it. Lord, help millions to go back to the Bible as one ministry is called and pray and read the Bible. In, even in these perilous times. And so, Lord, I pray that you'll grant me your energy, strength, unction, and anointing, freedom and liberty and the power of your Holy Spirit to preach your Holy Word, to teach your Holy Word. And Holy Father God, I pray that lost souls would get saved, Christians would be revived <clears throat> as we live in these perilous times. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight that you would heal my body, heal others who are sick in the family and outside of the family and in this audience, in this country and around the globe regarding your saints. 
Lord, I pray that uh, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ you would have that to come to pass. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, uh, tonight that you would deliver us from all uh, distresses and afflictions, tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and persecutions. And Lord, I pray this as you know in the sense that, Lord, even though we have to go through it, I pray that you deliver me from all of my persecutors and enemies, be they uh, in the family or outside of the family. Give me sweet victory over those, Lord, who uh, would like to see me killed, who would like to harm one of my children. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, and uh, protect us, Lord, from the devil and the demons of hell and demon-filled people. And, uh, Lord, place, Lord, upon us the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and the wall of your holy fire. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. And deliver us from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, troubles, and difficulties that we're facing. Lord, the five have graduated, two more to go. Uh, Lord, that's a lot. And you did it all. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor. And thank you for leading me to get them started and to get them going. And Lord, help them to stick to the task, the last two, and to finish well. And to use their education for your glory, praise, and honor, and not to do evil. And Lord, I do pray that you will deliver us indeed from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, troubles, and difficulties that we're facing. And Lord, I thank you for remembering mercy and grace while chastising us and rebuking us. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us that yes, you're loving and you're full of grace, but uh, the wrath is coming. So Lord, help people to get saved, help people to repent and get saved from the burning hell. For your glory, praise, and honor, and for the lifting up of your Holy Son in praise and honor and glory of Jesus Christ, your Holy Son. For it is in his name we pray. Amen. By way of review, as we have been away from the meat of the message for a while, uh, reading this passage over and over again, and hearing about the deliverance of Annabella Rockwell from the demonic spirit of wokeism. Her mother paid a wokeism deprogrammer $300 a day to save her life, to save her soul, to save her spirit and to save her mind, even though she had graduated from a female uh, Ivy League school, Mount Holyoke. Why was she this way? She was indoctrinated. Uh, 
she was brainwashed. And there are many other people who are being brainwashed today and indoctrinated. And so as Dr. Stott said, and I can't remember whether Dr. Stott is still living or not, but as he said, as he lies in his cell, Paul, a prisoner of the Lord, Paul is still preoccupied with the future of the gospel. His mind dwells now on the evil of the times, now on the diffidence of Timothy. Timothy is so weak, so sickly, and the opposition so strong. And sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we get like that too. We're concerned. We see, we see how uh, wicked the devil is, and the opposition is. We 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 start thinking about how weak some Christians are, and, and whether or not they're going to make it. But God is able to hold them up. Your job is to pray. You're not God. You can't hold everybody up. Only God can hold people up and make them stand. Yeah. All you can do is pray for them and remain faithful yourself so that even if they don't hear you preach or they don't see you preach, or uh, they don't read your letters, they don't read your texts, they know you're out there being faithful to God, and that will have an impact upon their lives as time goes on. When they get sick and tired of running with devils and demons, and they get sick and tired of foolishness, they get sick and tired of the world and all of their wickedness and evil. And so, dear friends, by way of review, perilous times mean that discernment matters. You need discernment in times like these. And quite frankly, as I have said over the past two days, you better pray for discernment for yourself and for your family because most pastors and most pastors' wives and so-called church leaders don't, don't have a clue as to what is going on. In fact, some of them are helping the devil deceive people because all wokeism is, is deception. That's all. That's all it is. Number one, perilous times in the last days. But know this, that in the last days, and we're living in the last days, obviously, perilous times will come. I, I probably would not have said this just five years ago, six years ago, ten years ago. I knew something was up. And the Bible does talk about how that the devil will send a strong delusion. That is happening now. It's all about deceptionism. It's not wokeism, it's deceptionism. But the devil in the world will name it what they want to name it. Call it what they want to call it. In the last days, perilous times, uh, 
will come. The word translated perilous has the idea of troubles. Has the idea of troubles. Has the idea of difficulty. Have you experienced that today? Are you experiencing troubles? Trials? Seem, seems like everything is difficult and stressful. Stressful situations. Church work is stressful. There's stress on the job. There's stress in the traffic on the way to the job. There's stress in the family. Stress in politics. Political wars, rumors of wars, actual wars going on. This sort of atmosphere will mark the last days. The word was used in classical Greek, both of dangerous wild beasts, wild animals and of the raging sea. Did you see that wild animal grab a, a little five-month-old baby out of the car on her face? May God help us. In a neighborhood that you would never, you would never think you, that you'll see a coyote or anything like that. viciously grabbed that child and dragged her on the sidewalk. Thank God the father heard something and and took the child back and guess what that coyote did? Just stood right there. That's how perilous times are. Not that particular case, but that's how people are. These are the times in which we live. Like wild coyotes, wild animals, wild beasts all around us. Multiple young people in the prime of their life. I believe sacrificed to the devil in South Korea during Halloween week. I believe that the three young black men who got killed by another black man at the University of Virginia of all places. Most of us as blacks have always thought if we can make it to college, we'll be safe. That should be a safe environment. I believe that in this demonic, satanic spirit of wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub, People are, young people are being killed in the prime of their life, pre-prime of their lives. Being offered up to Satan. I really do believe that. To this day, not only they do not have a suspect, but they do not have a reason for those four university children, young people rather, in the prime, pre-prime of their lives. One woman said, I sent my 
child to college alive. She came back in a box. My God, we're living in perilous times, people. And and it's gonna see some of you don't want to accept it right now. You you want to do the you want to do the gung ho thing. You know you people or something in America. You want to act like everything is still all right and things are not all right. You want to just act like you can just go anywhere you want, do what you want. And we've forgotten the woman who just went out jogging early one morning. A wild animal beast killed her. And nobody mentions the hundreds who get killed in Chicago and in Jackson, Mississippi and in New Orleans. Those, those poor people are not even mentioned in the news. They're taking a long time to uh, have a court case in Fort Worth. It's got to be now three years. It's only, it's only other New Testament occurrence is in the story of the two Gadarene demoniacs, fierce, perilous, who were as savage and untamed as wild beasts, and whom Matthew describes as so fierce that no one could pass that way. Let me tell you something, people. You better get a hold of this and understand it. People are more demon-possessed now than ever. They will chop your head off, shoot you, beat you down, throw you in front of a train while you're saying the Lord's Prayer and keep getting up. They are fierce because they are demon-possessed. And I have news for you. You have demon-possessed people in your family. And you better start praying and keep on praying and don't stop. Because this is real talk, my friend, because this is a real situation. This is a real situation. Romans 8, 28. Pardon me, Matthew eight twenty eight. The characteristics Paul will describe speak not of bad times, but of bad people. That's why so many people are dying. And by the way, I'm not Republican or Democrat. I'm not for guns or against guns. I am against demon-possessed human beings. Evidently, the man or the woman who killed those four children at the University of Idaho, he didn't have a gun, or she didn't have a gun, yet they're still dead. We're dealing with fierce, demon-possessed people in the last days. And this is why I tell you I've been telling you for years, leave people alone. If you're not going to give them a gospel track or tell them about Jesus 
or trying to help somebody who is in need, shut up. Leave people alone. Don't bother people. They may, they may look normal and not be normal at all. Men and women who are demon-possessed may look like they have good sense and be demon-possessed. We should also note what the hardness or danger of this time is in Paul's view to be not war necessarily, not famine necessarily, or even though that is involved, diseases necessarily, nor any of the other calamities or ills that befall the body, but the wicked and depraved ways of men. That's what you need to be concerned about. Calvin said that. Guzik is helping us with this as well. He said, Preach, how long are you going to preach on this? I'm going to preach on it until you get it and get your soul saved from it or your saved life saved from it. Because it will take you down, my friend. It will take your family down. The devil is not playing. He is sending a strong delusion, so strong that if it were possible, the very elect would be deceived. So tonight I'm going to cut it off right there. Let's pray. Down. Right down. Just mark it right down. Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray now, Lord, for the salvation of the lost. Open their blinded eyes, unstop their deaf ears. Revive those who are saved. And have your Holy Spirit, Lord, to have his way in the hearts, minds, souls, spirits, and lives of the people. Now, live and on demand, receive all glory to your name and uh, to your son's name, Jesus Christ. For it is in his name we pray. Amen. Now, dear friends of mine tonight, if you're with us and you are not sure that you are saved from the power of your sins and saved from the punishment of sin 
which is eternal hell. Stick around and pay attention. And understand that you are a sinner, so therefore you're in trouble. We all are sinners. I am a sinner. The Pope is a sinner. The Dalai Lama is a sinner. And even Joel Osteen is a sinner, as nice as he may be. We all have sinned against God. We all have done evil in God's sight. For the Bible says, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. God is not pleased with any of us because we're all sinners. No matter how smart we are, no matter how gifted we are, no matter how beautiful we are, and whatever we have, you must understand God gave it to us. And yet we become proud of what we have. Uh, and that's a part of our sinfulness that God hates, by the way. Because we have no reason to be proud of anything because he made us the way we are. The Bible also says the wages of sin is death. That means that we are headed towards death, every last one of us, because of sin. Not because of a car crash, not because of the coronavirus plague, not because of cardiac arrest. We're going to die one day. And we will all die because of our sinful nature and our sinful choices that we chose to do against God and against his Ten Commandments, such as lying, stealing, lying on God when uh, we know he was not our witness about something and that he is not a witness to the evil that we have done trying to cover up for the wickedness and the evil we have done in front of people, swearing by his name, affirming by his name, lusting and coveting after people and things, dishonoring and disobeying parents, And on and on we can go. Adultery, fornication, homosexuality, hatred, have you seen yourself in any of these sins? For we all have sin, and the wages of sin is death. We're going to die because of our sins. That is a reality. That ought to be a wake-up call. The Bible says uh, it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. Have you ever thought about what's going to happen to you after you die? Well, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ in this life sincerely and you have prayed and asked him to save you, you will go to heaven, not because you deserve to go, but because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. But if you reject Jesus Christ and you chose not to believe in Jesus Christ, you will go to hell 
to burn forever and to be tormented forever. That's just the, the facts. That's, that's just the reality. And if you want to escape uh, the power of sin, the pain of sin, and the punishment of sin, you must believe on, believe in, the Lord Jesus Christ. For Jesus Christ said the most loving, most magnificent, and most important words ever said in the history of mankind, to mankind. When he said these words, when he preached the gospel first and best, when he said to Nicodemus one night, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Whether you hear this live or whether you hear it on demand, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved.